previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. And he's interviewing Kirchin about the playoffs. And Kirchin doesn't know who I am. And Tony just goes, Isaacson's a Brewers fan. <laughs> and I just said, Kirchin just politely moves on with the conversation like, without oh, saying, <laughs> Who's Isaacson? <laughs> 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 Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, and we've got Simon with us. Hey. It's no. good to be back. It's been a while. It has yeah. been a while. What's up? Some soccer tournament going on or something? Uh, yeah, which is why I'm hoping we get this done so I can get back to watching it. But um, <laughs> Now, Simon, yeah. I hear a little birdie told me you have a friend with you today. I do. Actually, a very. Uh, I, have, I have a guest. I, I am your guest who has brought another guest. <laughs> So yes. I'm going to introduce to all of you the official at Emily Sings 2. Hello. Is that her name? Hi, her name's Hi. Emily Yates. Hi. I'm like, is that her name? At Welcome Emily to Sings 2? At Emily Sings 2. That's what we all call her. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the good thing to go by. Emily, how's it going? Hey, it's going good. How are you guys? We're, We're great. Good. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, no. no, this is exciting. Thanks. I, I mean, we love this. How, give us a little something, something. How do you know Simon? I'm from the Las Vegas Strip, and Ooh. Simon actually picked me up one night. I was on the corner, <laughs> and it was a buy one, get one. So, oh. yeah, BOGO night. You know, that's what happens during a pandemic. Yep. And no, we actually met on a cruise ship performing. We're, uh, you know, both performers here, so we've kept in touch, and now I'm in his closet. <laughs> that's well, we're hoping We're actually hoping Simon's going to come out of the closet soon. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> And uh, we're going to have that special episode, Littles. Don't you worry about that, because he's going to come <laughs> over and record live with us someday soon. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be Simon's coming out of the closet episode. We're very excited. But enjoy very that excited. closet. We hear it's uh, cozy. Cozy. Uh, yeah. You have no idea. We, I, I, I wasn't expecting to have a guest today, and I have one headphone set. So <laughs> oh. it's rather cozy right well, now. But the listeners are going to write in immediately. Let me just stop that right now. I, I've got you. I've got you, Littles. Did you at least take the underwear down? No, oh. <laughs> well, expecting. Our, our wasn't expecting this at all. So our apologies, Emily. So uh, we're going to start the podcast actually a little bit different today. We have a tweet from Mary Faye Randolph, and it says, on Thursday, President Biden declared Juneteenth a federal holiday. I'm proud that my employer, the city of Austin, declared this a city holiday last year. It should have been years ago. City offices and facilities are closing for Juneteenth. We actually closed today since the 19th is on a Saturday. History lesson over, on to the Friday Five. Ooh. So we couldn't agree with you more, Mary Faye, and let's get to the Friday Five. We're going to mix it up a little bit this week. We're going to do our Friday Five right from the get-go before we get to our great Meet the Littles guest. So, Roxy, what do we got? Number one. All right, number one, if you've ever counted calories or watched your diet, you know a cheat day can make the diet bearable. What is or would be your cheat day food? All right, Simon, you want to go first on this? Oh, gosh. Um, it, it would probably be Levain Bakery cookies. Ooh. I feel like I've mentioned them before. If anyone doesn't know them, they're huge. They're like the size of your face. They're more like a cake. But my God, those are, yeah, it's going to be that for me. All right, Emily, That's what do you got? Okay, so always and forever. Um, I have multiple cheat days a week, <laughs> but it's going to be chili cheese fries. <gasps> and I grew up in California, so I found my favorite little spot where I grew up. And then in Las Vegas, I found my little spot. And now I'm in need to find that spot here in New York. So if anyone knows, let oh. me know. Well, for chili cheese fries? Chili cheese fries. Mm. Like like the chili has yeah. to be great. Right. No, like the cheese just has to be – like it has to be mixed in. You know, it just can't like sit on the top. Right, right, right. 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 Totally. Yeah. All right. Good. Loyal Littles, hit us up. 
Yep. <laughs> um, mine would be pasta. Any Does that and really all count? pasta. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's like eating dinner. Like I will, ha- <laughs> I will, I I will boil an entire box. She will. She will of noodles. And eat and the whole thing. Pretty much eat the entire with, thing. One pound. With sauce? No, ju- no, you're just saying just straight up pasta. That's oh, it. no, like with sauce. And, well, you know. well, but then what she'll usually do I'll is... I'll also eat cold noodles. She'll put the leftover noodles in the fridge, and then those are gone. So maybe it's more the noodle factor. Maybe it's the noodle. Yeah. But do you like white sauce or red sauce? Red sauce. Mm. Red sauce. I'm more of a white sauce. Yeah. But here's the thing. I, I still don't... I, th- I feel like that's not cheating. It's a lot of I mean, calories, a lot of carbs. Our dinner at E. Molino's, yes, that's cheating because that was like ridiculous. <laughs> but And that was Italian, sure. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, right. Chuck? Oh, you want me to go? I I just like candy. So I'm going to say like Skittles. Mm-hmm. Purple Skittles. Has to be the purple Skittles. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That's... I thought you were going to say rice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just round it out. Well, she said pasta. And you're like, yeah, rice. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, rice no, is no. my cheat day. No, no. Yeah. I do like rice, I mean, too. fried rice. That's kind of Ooh, a cheat okay. day. Yeah. Right? That's kind of a cheat day. A variation so. on the theme, yeah. All right. Well, let's get to number two. Tony loves... Emily, do you even know who Tony is? No. <laughs> I love that. This is great. Tony loves to get a box of that for free. Not all free things are things. Sometimes they are experiences. What's your favorite experience that was free? Emily, you want to go first this time? Oh, my favorite experience that was free. Maybe when Simon Pearl did my whole demo reel for me. Oh, so. for free. Wow. Simon, what are for you doing free. later? <laughs> I got some demos to anyway, oh, put together. I'm real language, Simon. I mean, wow. Littles, he's not always free. That was a favor. That was a, that, you know. It, it was a favor. Yeah. It was yeah. a favor. All right. You know. Roxy, what do you got? I think if Tiny Chuck were here, he would really appreciate this. But when we were touring White Christmas out in St. Louis, he yeah. took us to the spot where the house used to stand. <laughs> well, let's let's go there first. <laughs> she first said we want she wants to go visit the address, I the want, house. I of... want to go to the house of Meet Me in St. Louis, the movie with Judy Garland. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so we so drove all the way out Chuck, there. Chuck, Chuck picked us Tiny up. Tiny Chuck picked us up, drove us all the way out there, and there was nothing it's there. It's nothing. It's an empty lot. It's the house has lot. been removed and oh. in a not so great neighborhood. And yeah. that was really sad. But I did get out and take a picture. This is where the house once stood. We have like cute pictures of her frowning. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that was free. So it was kind of cool to see where it was and where this story took place, but also sad that it's not there anymore. Right. So. Absolutely. And mine real quick is just I've been very fortunate to do some traveling and I will say anything over in Israel the Jordan River. I got to have some holy water. I went into the river and actually got a bottle of water and stuff like that. It was just really cool. Really fun, free experience. Simon, what do you got? Now, when you say free, does it mean things that I've um, mistakenly stolen or stolen? (laughs) Sure. Because I mean, technically that I didn't pay for them. So So that's free. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to quickly tell you the story that I have kept telling you about why I have a cutout of someone in my (laughs) closet. Oh, right. I have a cutout of Nate Robinson, the basketball player. I don't Mm -hmm. know if anyone knows Mm -hmm. this. It's a life-size cutout, and when he played for the Knicks, I used to be a tour guide at Madison Square Garden, oh, believe it or not. I didn't know that. I know. this is. I've been holding on to the story for a long time, and they were renovating it, and so they, without with maybe a day's notice, they fired every single tour guide with no notice, a day, a day's notice. So it was my <laughs> last day, and they had had this Nate Robinson life-size cutout in storage for like a year because he'd left, and I was like, you just took F it. it. I'm going to walk out Madison Square Garden with a life-size cutout of a basketball player. <laughs> And I did. I grabbed it and I very confidently, you know, do it confidently. No one asks you a question. Yeah. Right. And the security were like, hey, man, have a good day. Like, enjoy you know, the rest of your life now that you're fired. And I was like, cool, man. Yeah. 
And I went on the subway with this life-size cutout of Nate <laughs> of Robinson. Of course you did. As you do. In New York. at me as you do. And, and it, to this day, it's, it's, it's actually looking at us right now. No. Excellent. That is awesome. Okay, you win that one. Yep. Okay, so moving on to the third question, which is, what is the best decision you've ever made? Duh. Uh, Start a podcast. Oh. Oh, oh that was, seriously? That, well, I mean, yeah, sure, marrying Come you was on. great, Roxy, but I mean, starting this podcast okay, with the you're Littles was great. you're going to get a lot of shit for okay, that. Okay, anyway, Simon, what do you got? <laughs> um, starting this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Emily, what do you got? Let's get to the marrying next question Chuck, as obviously. soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's just move on to number four before Chuck gets yeah I'm, I'm getting if you saw the eyes I'm getting right now littles uh, number four Destin Florida Yellowstone National Park Chicago Illinois or Disneyland these are your choices for a free vacation for two which do you choose mm. Emily oh, you go first believe it or not we've been to Destin Florida is it I Destin too. or Dustin it's Destin Destin oh my gosh we have yeah, yeah I have two Roxy's the only one I that have hasn't not. been. All right, so are you picking that because it was so great, or are you picking no, one of the other ones? No, 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 I'm not going to pick that. I'm joking. It was <laughs> great. It was great. Disney, yeah, yeah I mean, that sounds fun. like fun. We want to wait in line all day. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, that's not, yeah, I did not that's have a very good. That's the best part. <laughs> and you're going where? I'm going to Yellowstone. Yeah, me too. Because it's only because only because it's the only one I okay, haven't been to. Good, we're on the same page again. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, so we're good. So okay, <laughs> so the we're marriage was a good idea, I guess. Still, okay. Uh, all right, number five. Would you rather be a winter or summer Olympian? Which Olympic sport would you choose if you were just naturally athletic? It's a great question. Yeah. For sure, winter. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have to get a bikini wax if I was a swimmer or something. Yeah. But if you were a swimmer, you would have to get a bikini wax, wouldn't you? Yeah, and I don't want to. You get everything okay. waxed if you're a swimmer, right? Right. So yeah. definitely I'd like ski or something. Simon, what do you got? Oh, this is hard. I mean, I think the egoist, the, the person who has an ego would want to be like, what, the 100 meter sprinter so that I'd be famous, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Well, that's what I was thinking. Would you do an individual sport or would you do a team sport? Because that's kind of key too. See, for me, mm-hmm. I volleyballs would always my favorite in the Olympics, but you know, you're one of six or I guess they have beach volleyball now too. I got mine. Oh, <laughs> break dancing. The oh new one. They're just, oh they're just premiering it. Break dancing. Come on. That'd be great. <laughs> I, I, we just see you do break dancing anyway. Like, <laughs> it's I, pretty great. I think everyone has done it before. Very good money to see you break dance. Roxy has he seen me break dance on, on a Disney, Disney cruise. cruise. We were at an adult evening party. One of those parties where they do like like a game show or whatever. The newlywed game kind of thing. And all of a sudden he jumps up out of nowhere and he starts breakdancing in the middle of everybody. Well, because it turned into an 80s party. Who are you? And then actually we got up on stage and we did my own well jump. So I run up, do a handstand. No, I didn't crowd. Yeah, you did. Not really. I did a handstand jump off the stage onto the floor but it was perfectly timed with the music. Oh, I might as well jump, jump. And yeah. I landed on the floor at that oh time. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Anyway. This explains some of your injuries. All right, Simon, right? you didn't give us yours. What was the question again? <laughs> Do you like to break dance? Oh, oh, I, yeah. I, I, well, I was kind of copping out. I was like, I guess I'll be the 100 meter right. sprinter. Oh, right, right. Okay. Right, so it's my yeah. turn. Uh, it would definitely be summer. And it would probably be synchronized diving or single um, diving. I think the synchronized diving is pretty cool. So I guess I would be kind of a part of a team. But yeah, I love watching the divers. All right. Well, that is our Friday Five from Mary Faye Randolph. Thank you, Mary Faye, for bringing those. Those are some really good questions. I mean, Mm. some were stumpers and some weren't. (laughs) So, no, it's always fun. So, Simon, thank you so much for being here and bringing your friend Emily. Emily, how can we find you again? 
Emily Sings 2. Check me out. And thanks so much for having me on, you guys. This was really fun. Oh, my gosh. We'll definitely have to have you back again. I mean, especially if you're going to be in Simon's Closet. And, you know, maybe Yeah, Simon... he's not letting me go. So let's do it soon. <laughs> well, actually, or we can we, we should try and do one of these together because we have enough. We really should. Yeah. yeah. And you are still join. across the street. Yeah. So. And maybe, Simon, one of these can be like live from your garden. Ooh. I mean, I don't want to say something, something, but, you know, we haven't been to the garden in like three years now. It's a beautiful it's that garden. You, you literally could just go right now. It's open. <laughs> I, just go. Well, hello. We need an invite. Yes. Littles. Open. Simon has open this. Invite. Simon described. It's this amazing open area in in the center of your apartment building. It's this huge garden. Yeah, it's amazing. They describe it as a French garden, but mm. I, I'm not sure it's very French. Uh, yeah, it's just like uh, this, uh, like a little oasis in the middle of New York. It's between the two buildings that I am in, and it's got a fountain, and it's, it's very nice. It's amazing. Very pretty. We, we've had the privilege of having a few beverages there mm-hmm. once or twice, Indeed. but it's been like three years, seriously. Yeah. So anyway, well, thank you two for coming on. Loyal Littles, don't go far. We have another great guest for you today. And Roxy and I love this when this happens because it's just all over the place. And how else would we describe her? I don't even know. She's retired and she loves it. Mm-hmm. Loyal Littles, <laughs> will be right back with Meet the Littles. You are listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. What's a Loyal Little? are being played in this episode by Melify, and this song is called Unsay. And if you like what you hear, you can find all his stuff on Bandcamp and all streaming platforms through 1RPM. Just search Melify, and that is M-E-L-L-I-F-Y. He also has a music lesson studio on YouTube, and those hashtags are Melify and hashtag the sound. And we'll try to put some of those links in our episode details. And as always, we'll play the full song Unsay at the end of the podcast. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And boy, do we have a fun one today. Please welcome to the podcast, Kate Milan. Hi, Kate. How you doing? Hello, Chuck and Roxy. I'm so happy to be here. It's so good to have you. Now, did I say your name right? Funny you should ask. Uh-oh. It's been said many ways over the years. Okay. <laughs> and in fact, when I was in college, I ran into one of my professors and he said, oh, I have an important question for you. Professor Johnson and I were discussing the right way to say your name. What is it? And I said, well, I usually say Milan. Okay. And he said, oh, I won the bet. Uh, uh- and I said, but you never say it that way. And he said, just because I don't say it the right way doesn't mean I don't know how to say it the right way. Wait, what? 
I mean, that's the whole reason I wanted to know because I want full disclosure. When I first saw it, I did say Milan. Now, I don't know why I said it that way. Well, and I will say when Mr. Kornheiser read the lovely birthday email from my daughter a couple of years ago, he also said Milan. Oh, well, that must be where I got it because it's all things Tony for me. So no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, so I said it right. So I'm just putting, I just want to make sure. You said it the way I said it. And your professor had it right, but never said it right. Correct. Because he was from Texas. Ah. Oh. So he put this Texan spin on it. It was like my land or something. Ah. Like that. Oh, what? Okay, that one didn't come to mind. That, that <laughs> yeah, I, he, I wasn't he going He was there. lucky I ever responded to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we know you've listened to a few of the episodes at least. Why don't you take a quick second, introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there, tell them anything you think they might want to know about Kate Milan. Uh, I'm a very private person. <laughs> you, you scared us there for a second. Like, there's got to be something. <laughs> no, I'm retired mm-hmm. happily from the working world, and I feel very sad for all you people still out there working for a living because money just flows into my account every month, and I don't have to do anything for it. That's amazing. It's, it's the perfect existence. Well, you're giving us something to look forward to, so that's okay. Yes. Exactly. I live in the little corner of Massachusetts called Williamstown, where, yes, there are many, 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 many Subarus. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I was driving out of the parking lot at the farmer's market on Saturday, and there they were. They were like lined up. There were three over here and two over there. And I was just like, oh, my God, every time I look, there's more of them. (laughs) And what do I do? I do nothing. I wish I could travel more. I mm-hmm. like to travel. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been anywhere but Florida for the past year and a half. And right. okay. I'm over it. Yeah. So looking forward to going other places and coordinating those trips with Claire, who is a wonderful, wonderful house slash pet sitter and does a wonderful job and will even do the laundry before you come home so everything oh. is nice and neat. Oh my Although gosh. maybe she only did that for me. I don't know. Uh, maybe. What a nice maybe. person. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we knew that, of yeah. course. But we... So you have pets. I have one very elderly cat Aww. who, yeah, let's just say there's a lot of cleanup involved. Oh, yeah. You know. She's the equivalent of my 90-year-old mother oh, in yeah. form, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. Totally understand. My yeah. dad's 91, so we luckily yeah. just got to see him yeah. about a week ago. Yeah. And Do you actually... have to say everything three times? Oh, uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. And louder, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I just spent two weeks um, with my mother, and you get so tired of constantly repeating yourself right so it's i mean it's a joy that she's still with us sure but there are challenges absolutely Absolutely. so what would you go back and where did you grow up did you go to school what what did you do that that is getting you all this free money coming in (laughs) okay i grew up on long island and then we lived in new jersey my father was from bayonne new jersey and we ended up living there I went to Douglas College, which was the Women's College of Rutgers University, the State University of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a separate college anymore, but it was a good experience. And then I never really decided what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I kind of floundered around for a while. Then I started working in higher education 
And then because I could get free classes, I decided to become a computer programmer. And around the time I was 30 and getting married and moving to Virginia, I decided to become a computer programmer and did that for like the next half of my working life until it wasn't fun anymore, which frankly is why I decided to retire when I did retire. I have two grown daughters. One is a little. Oh, really? Neat. Yes, she is. And um, because we like to talk about, you know, what we've heard Uh or we'll text each other. Did you hear the show? (laughs) Their dad, my late husband, we lived in Virginia. So we read Tony and Mike Wilbon in the paper all the time. Mm -hmm. And it was a funny, you know, my husband would be like, oh, my God, did you see what Wilbon said today? You know, they would always be, you know, we always had that going on. And this is like way before television. Like, the first time I saw Tony on television, he was doing that show with... Sports reporters? No, it hmm. was a show with Dee Dee Myers. She worked in the Clinton administration. So, anyway, he was on that, and that was our first live encounter with him. Mm-hmm. And then, pardon the interruption, came on, and sure. that became, you know, required viewing every day. Cause right. It was, it was a fun show. It is yeah, a fun show. Absolutely. I went to a book signing for Tony's first book and I waited online because I wanted to get in and out. And when he came and found out there was a line, he was truly mystified by the fact that people would stand and wait for him to sign their books. And so I handed him the books. I bought one for my husband, one for my brother. And he said, and who should I make this out to? And I said, nobody. I just want you to sign it. It will be worth more that way. <laughs> and he looked at me like I was a complete rum-dum, shall we say. Now, wait a minute. Now, you do know, though, you're not the official rum-dum of the TK I show. I am not the official rum-dum. <laughs> but I know the official rum-dum personally, so yeah. I'm sure she'll let that go. Okay. <laughs> but So he thought I was an idiot. And so he signed the books. And I went home and I opened them up and I thought it said, cheese, Tony Kornheiser. (laughs) And I can't tell you how long I looked at that and thought about that before I realized it didn't say cheese. It said cheers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually first going La Cheeserie, but then I was like, no, I then I figured it out. And and then I'm thinking, yeah, I I am pretty much an idiot. (laughs) That's so funny. When my, I know I've said this before, but I had to wait outside a Broadway play uh, show to to meet him and have him sign my books. I brought all three. I was like, are you kidding me? So I handed him the one and he really wrote this nice, he's like, he did the same thing to me. He's like, so what's your name? But you know. Yeah. Who do I make it out to? And then he wrote this nice little message about, you know, keeping it in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I hear that's a, a go-to for him. And, <laughs> uh, and then, so then he gave it to me. I said, um, could you sign the others? And I, he actually had no problem when I said, yeah, j- just sign your name. Just sign your name. You don't have to do like a message, <laughs> a message in each one. He was like, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> he's basically he like, used his messages. Yeah, on he, the first well, he's like, get out of my face. I'm going to see a show. Right. <laughs> He could not have been nicer about it. It was really sweet. What show was it? Uh, It was Come From Away. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, he was coming in and I did my best. And so I didn't realize a company manager was coming to meet him because he gave them a shout out on PTI earlier that night. And that's how I knew where he was. 
honestly, yeah. from watching yeah. PTI. He's like, yep, kids, I'm going to see Come From Away tonight. So I was like, mm-hmm. boom, because I live like five blocks. Right. So I was like, that's very clever. Yeah. So, but I also know like two or three people in the show. So I was like, uh-huh. so I met him and he was like, I go, now, did you get, are you getting backstage? He's like, I don't know anyone. He's like, do you know anyone? I was like, yeah. I, I said, I know. He goes, well, what, what show are you in? And I was like, nah, don't worry. You're not going to want to come see my show. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and he goes um, but so then the company manager came out and I said to him, of course, the company manager didn't know who I was. And I said, you're going to get this. I didn't know if he knew just who he was. He just said, well, thank you for the shout out tonight on TV. And he's like, oh, my pleasure. And so I said, well, you're going to go back. And he goes, he's like, he goes, he just looked at me like, cause he just thought I was some crazy stalking fan, understandably. And yeah, he goes, he yeah. goes, he's like, sir, I'll handle it. And I was like, uh, okay. I said, if not tell Gino or Tony that I said, you know, get this guy. And he was like, he kind of looked at me and he's just like, I'll handle it. I was like, okay. But he kind of at least knew I knew some people in the show and right. like, you know, who I was trying to. Tony actually was one of our co-hosts one time. Mm-hmm. When we had Adam Benson on the show, I had Tony come on specifically because Adam's parents were at the original production in Gander. Oh, yeah, because uh, that's where they're from, yes. isn't yep. it? Yep. And so I thought it'd be a big treat to have one of the original Broadway cast, cast members, members yeah. on, on the podcast to Very you know cool. give his insights on that whole experience mm-hmm. of going up there and doing yeah. that show for that town and just everything. It was it's a fun listen. So you didn't kind of go into this yet. Are you kind of Long Island, New Jersey, Massachusetts now, Virginia? I heard in there. Where's your fandom for sports? Are you a sports fan? Who are your teams? Actually, I grew up a Mets fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because the way it worked is if you were a Dodger fan, when they left, you had to be a Met fan because you could not become a Yankee fan. Uh-huh. Right. It wasn't allowed. Right. And my grandparents had been Dodger fans. So we became Mets fans as children. And when I grew up and I lived in New York on my own, it was the Reggie Jackson oh. era, and I just loved him. Sure. So I became a Yankee fan for a while. Then I married into a Phillies family. Oh, interesting. Okay. And my children, you know, their sports teams are the Philadelphia teams because their father was very persuasive. (laughs) (laughs) But in the last several years, I've followed the Nationals because... That's right? what I hear. Right. Exactly. I, I just went through this on our one of our previous episodes, how I said it's amazing to me how the Nationals have become my National League team. Uh, I, I know more about them than, yeah. I mean, not the Red Sox, but most other teams, for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, it's difficult living here in this corner of Massachusetts where there are only two teams. There yeah. were the Boston Red Sox yeah. and the... Uh, New England Patriots. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You know. That's it. That's the list. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Now, how do you like Williamstown? How did you uh, end up there? My daughter, the one who is a little, worked here as an athletic trainer at the uh-huh. college, and I was looking for a place to live. I was homeless, and I thought she was going to stay here for a while, so I bought a house. Oh, neat. Okay. And then she laughed. Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect timing, daughter. <laughs> exactly. And But I like it. It's a quiet little town. I'm mm-hmm. only about an hour from Albany where I can get on a plane to go almost anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We usually have the theater festival. Right. Mm-hmm. Which last year we did not have. And this year it's, it's very limited. And it's I think the couple of shows they're having will be outdoors. Yeah. Mm-hmm which does not appeal to me to be outdoors in the evening, in the summer, yeah. right. and being prime mosquito bait. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, but we have that. And a college town is always a great place to be. 
there's always little shows and people come here to do talks and it's just it's pretty Uh i live kind of right under mount Greylock. you know you just go up the road behind my house and look there you are on top of the mountain yep until i decide where i want to go next i'm here it's home yeah i mean i actually know the area well because i've i've mentioned this many times i do a lot of theater in Chatham, New York at the Matt Caden Theater. Which is, ah, which is... I visited. One year I was trying to get all the Oscar contenders in, mm-hmm. and I had to go to Chatham. At the Crandall. Because it was the only place showing, I think, Roma. And so I had to go there because I had to check that off. Adorable little town, and right? It really was a cute little town. I went up and down the main street shopping. Which you took know. you five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, no, it's it's great. It's really a cute little town. And the, really a cute little town. And how about the theater? That theater, the Crandall. I'm. It has it to be. Cool. It was cool. It was it ha- cool. Still has a balcony. Oh, I mean, it's cool. old school, yeah. old time yeah. movie theater. One of my it dreams is. was always to turn it into a, a live theater if it ever went under, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But of course, yeah. you know, with the Matt Caden Theater right there, of course, I'm like, well, I don't want direct competition because I mean, Chatham's not big enough to have two live theaters <laughs> exactly. for sure. Right. Sure, but that was oh, I just loved going there because it was always. They always got the movies last, and they, I mean, when I was growing up, it was like literally $2.50 to go see a movie. It was great. And they had one of those soda machines where you stick the coin in, and the cup drops down, and it pours it. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was was just Not the pointy cups, though. Do you remember the machines that had the pointy cups, and you could never put the cup down? No. You had to carry it around. Oh, wow. No, I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to recover from that in a second. On that note... All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back because I have some other questions for you and we have some other fun questions for you. This is great. Thank you for so much. All right. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Jingle fest, jingle fest, jingle fest rocks. Jingle fest near, so don't shed a tear. With Negrelli and Beeson, it's always a win. Now the jingle fest can begin. Jingle Fest, Jingle Fest, Jingle Fest rocks. Jingle Fest fun and can't be outdone. Jingles and drinking, now none of that stinks. Now let the fun begin. Now the good news is, Littles, the jingles will be a bazillion times better than that. We promise. Yeah, in our defense, I threw that together in like two minutes, so. No excuses, Chuck. But we are talking about Little Songs Live, five and a half, fake the music. Half-baked, half-planned, and half-implemented. So come on out Saturday, June 26th. That's in one week. That's one week from today, Littles. One week from today. At Kilroy's Restaurant Back Patio. So if you'd like more information, just go to littlesongs.net, and they have some information about it there. And I'm sure it'll give you all the details or you can find out how to find out about Little Songs Live, five and a half. Fake the music. All right, Roxy. Now what? Back to the show. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. We are lucky enough to have Kate Milan with us here today. I'm laughing because what are you going to say? Go ahead. Say it. Reset the board to zero. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just, I, I goofed. I hit the wrong, as Roxy just said, up. he hit the wrong, but I hung up on her. Totally my fault. Yeah, and I feel pretty bad. much, pretty much. <laughs> Luckily, she picked back up when we called her back. 
Uh, so we're <laughs> resetting the board to zero here. That's like a first for us. That I is think. a first. Um, so anyway, we have some more follow-up questions. First of all, it's out of curiosity because we don't have too many, well, I don't think we've ever had a mother-daughter little combination. No. I don't think ever. Mm-mm. Now we've had some siblings, parents, that kind of thing. So who was the, who was the little first? Oh, I was. You were. Yeah. Okay. And, you, and she was, when did PTI start? That was in the, I want to say 2001. I yeah. October something like that. Yeah. So she was in middle school at the time okay so she probably watched it but it wasn't i don't know it wasn't a religious experience it sounds like well it It sounds like roxy right now that's kind of roxy right now she'll watch it occasionally if it's on yeah and somewhere i don't really know when she started listening to the podcast okay i just know that well she had to listen to me a lot say oh do you want to know what i heard today right (laughs) and then i guess she started listening to it more and more after that no i really like this it kind of it reminds me a little bit i don't do it so much but i know my mom and my grandmother with soap operas they watch Uh, and then they call each other and they talk about it like oh did you see this did you see Mm -hmm. that look on their face you know and it's it's like a fun it's a sweet it's a bonding bonding experience Yeah. yeah It's really it's nice. It's the thing. same thing, except she's never been to a jingle fest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and she never got to chatter. And so she'll say things like, Oh, did you meet who's the girl from Minnesota that sings? <laughs> did you meet, I, I you mean KJ? Yeah. Have you met her? She seems like she must be nice. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be like, Yes, she's lovely. Yeah. Aww. You know, and like she'll ask me about people. Right. And oh, I say, so Do you want to go to Jingle Fest? I'm busy that week. Oh, oh no. So, so, well, hello. I mean, do you think she'd come on our podcast? I mean. Oh, that would be funny. Well, let's let's make it happen. What What is her name? Her name is Sarah. Sarah. Let's Will ha- you. If you thought you had trouble with Milan. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Quail you. Quail you. I've seen that. C-O-E-L-H-O. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to have to call you right before we call her yep. next time. Uh, <laughs> so... No, I feel like, I, is she in the groups and stuff? Because I feel like I've seen that screen name somewhere, maybe. Actually, she's, I think she's still on a break from Facebook. Oh, okay. But she has popped up here and there. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think she belongs to the smart and funny group because she's really not that funny. She's smart, <laughs> but she's not funny. I know. You know, it's funny. I was thinking maybe they should have renamed that group Smart or Funny. I don't know. Cause, right. you know. Right. Smart and or funny. Yeah. Because I mean, well, look, we're neither. I'm yeah. neither. Yeah. So I'm still there. It's so. such a burden. <laughs> right. Um, so you kind of blew past this. Now, so you've been to Jingle Fests? Yes. I went to Jingle Fests 3, 4, and 5. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Which is funny because the first two Jingle Fests, actually, I think I had already left Yeah, I had just left Virginia when they had the first Jingle Fest. Uh And then I was, I guess I was roaming around up here in Vermont or something for the, no, I think we were in Williamstown for the second Jingle Fest, so I couldn't get there. And so I made it a point to go to the third one, and it was quite fun. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the next two. Nice. So So any good fun memories besides just meeting Um, people? I had a David Aldrich moment. He is a lovely, lovely person. Right. I also met Jeannie, who is really lovely. Mm -hmm. And Bonnie gets it done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And who else did I meet who was a big? I saw Gary come in from across the room, and he looked like really 
big to me, huh. like scary. And then the next Jingle Fest, he looked little. It was just so weird. Oh, I said, yeah. you know, I was kind of afraid to approach you last year because you looked like hulking. <laughs> and you don't really look like that, do you? You know, right. it was very odd. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I know sometimes when I've met people, they have this larger than life uh, appearance, like the way they carry themselves. But that's interesting. It was. And I was, I mean, I was on the far side of the room mm-hmm. and I kept thinking, should I go over there? Should I say hello? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I'm kind of an introvert. So it takes a lot for me to just walk up to someone and say, oh, hi, I'm so happy to meet you. Or whatever. Right. I have a limited number of those in any given <laughs> evening. Yeah. Right. And I had used them already, right. so I simply couldn't meet any more people that day. <laughs> right. I understand. Uh, okay. I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> yeah. It's overwhelming sometimes. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I can only imagine, and there's so many people at Jingle Fest. It, I mean, I can't even imagine. If Roxy and I ever do this, now that we've been meeting all these lovely littles on air and stuff... You know, I'm going to be very podcast. overwhelmed. It's going to be overwhelming. I'm like, wait, I talked to you and I talked yeah. to you and I talked to you and now I'm seeing you in person. Like, what is happening? My mind will be blown. <laughs> and, the, right. and then, of course, with me, right. I've never met any bigs except Tony, obviously. Right. And so, my gosh, to meet Jeannie, Leon, any of those, Gary, yeah. any of them, be obviously, cool. Mark, Nigel, I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, I usually do really well with that kind of stuff. I don't know in this situation. I, yeah, no, it's this is hilarious. Okay, so Roxy and I have both been very fortunate to work with, you know, some big name stars. So uh-huh. normally I'm just like, I have the attitude, well, they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like I do. Not a big deal. I don't know. You just, I don't make a big deal about it. Right. But when it comes to, like, if I get to see like... Meeting the little, Meeting, not, no, the bigs. You know, that I think I might have. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes because I'm, hopefully it'll happen someday. So if we can go back a little bit more to sure. the first segment we had with you. Now, you said Bayonne, New Jersey. When were you there exactly? The 60s and 70s. Okay. Because I know it well. That's why I was asking. Because I've actually. You do. I do. It's one of my actually favorite towns in New Jersey. I've worked there many times at the Bayonne Jewish Community Center. Oh, uh, I di- yes. I, I've directed like three or four shows for them there. I used to go to dances at the JCC Stop when it. I was in high school. Aww. Well, I'm sure it's that same auditorium that. I'm sure it is. Wow. Oh, I love that we have that connection. They were so nice. So, so nice. Now, it was, you know, I was there first time in the late 90s and then a couple times in the early 2000s. They always had this great summer theater program for the kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just really loved it. And I was, I'm going to pat myself on the back here a little bit because I was almost like their golden child because apparently the year they were hiring me, it was 99 or 98 one of those. And they basically said to me, they, they were reaching out and actually willing to pay, quote, professional director because if they didn't do well, the, the program was going to go under. And they said, because apparently they had been losing a lot of money every year. And as you know, the money just goes into a fund, you know, for the whole right. building. And they said, and so I, of course, said the first thing I said to them was, well, you know, we're going to do Annie, right? And they were like, it's funny that you said that. We, that was one of our shows, you know, that we were considering because we felt like, you know, that might sell to And I was like, oh, yeah, if you need to make money, that's the show you do. And I mm-hmm. hook them up. I double cast it with the kids. It's only supposed to have, I think, six or seven orphans in the cast. Mm-hmm. I doubled that. So each cast, we had like 14 kids in each cast. So, of course, you know, moms, well, dads. Parents, oh, yes. yeah. Aunts and uncles, aunts, grandma, uncles, grandpa. Cousins, every, right, friends. exactly. They, after they paid all the bills, now this is going to sound like a big deal, but we're talking about a little community theater, community center. After they paid all their bills, they were over $9,000 in profit. 
Wow. And they were like, that was a huge, I mean, for them, that was huge because they're used to, they, they'd been losing money every show. Yeah. So they, of course, thought it was all me. <laughs> was uh-huh. like, no, uh-huh. I'd, I'd done two national tours already of Annie. And so I knew the show like the back of my hand and it was great. It was so much fun working with them and they were just really nice people. And it's, it's and it's, it's such a cute town. It really is. It's- it is. I always appreciated that it was a grid. Yes. And except for like way down at yes. the southern end. Yes. And a little bit at the northern end. Uh-huh. You could get anywhere just by knowing the street number, the avenues. Yeah, it was just like Manhattan. Everything was so easy. Yep. Yeah, if you're right, though, when you go down to the end, though, when you're braided up trying to get on the bridge, forget about it. Well, just like New York City. When you get down to the the southern end of the island, it gets a little crazy. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to go. I'm 0 for 2. I'm going to try for a third. And this could be my third strikeout in my lurking department. Uh, I do. Did you get to see In the Heights? The movie? Yeah. I did. I went to the first showing at our little theater here in Williamstown. The half a dozen people in the audience with me clapped when it was over. Oh, good. good. It's a tiny little hundred-year-old theater. Mm -hmm. It's not pretty like the one in Chatham, but they show the movies I want to see, which is to say Marvel Universe don't come there, you know? (laughs) They show the movies I want to see. I'm a member, so it's like five bucks. Oh, great. Oh, wow. And they just reopened for live showings two weeks ago. So when I came back from Florida, it was like the next day I'm going to see Nomadland. Mm -hmm. And then the next week I saw Minari. And then the next week I'm seeing In the Heights. And now I'm like... I'm back because I used to go like every single week. Mm-hmm. I would go to the movies there because they showed things I wanted to see. Right. So in the Heights, I'm thinking I might go see it again. Great. I would love to see it on like a really big screen though. Mm. Yeah. Because those production numbers are sure. like crazy. Yeah. Now, did you ever get to see the Broadway production? I did not. Okay. So- At the time it was on Broadway, I was still in Virginia raising my children and working for a living. <laughs> right. Um, But that's another thing about being in Williamstown is I go to Albany, I hop on the train, in three hours I'm in New York City. Yeah. So I have done many times since I've lived here, gone down for an overnight, seen a couple of plays, come home. I've even gone down, seen a matinee and come home the same day. Wow. Oh, wow. As a matter of fact, right before the shutdown, my sister was texting me going, we can get Book of Mormon tickets for 25 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I'll take my chances. <laughs> for Book of Mormon? For 25 bucks? <laughs> but then yeah. everything shut down, right? Oh, right. But um, yeah, I had seen so many great shows in the couple of years since I've been here that something would pop up and it's like, I think I want to see that. Well, what do you do on August 7th? What's August 7th? <gasps> what do you mean? What is Summer August? of Littles. Summer of Littles. Ah! 3.1. Oh, actually, I've been going to the Summer of Littles, the original Summer of Littles. It's not technically Hartford, Connecticut. Right. Bill Walsh runs. Oh, oh, Bill Walsh's. Okay, great. Yeah, that's the one I've been to, even though it's far away. And now there are so many closer ones. Right. Right. But that's and sweet. I could pop down to Manhattan. I mean, well, I, we're here. <laughs> I bet Bob. I bet Bob would understand. I'm yeah. just going to throw that out there because he asked us to co-host with his lovely daughter, and yeah. so we're doing that. Yeah, so there, and, there's uh, still some Walsh representation. Yeah, in New York, absolutely. So. <laughs> have, oh, there you go. Have you ever met his daughter? Yes, the oh, daughters okay. usually come to the. Oh right, of course, of course, of course, of course. Right. 
Right. Yeah, because they're they're right near there. Sure. Right. Oh, also they're doing one. I don't think it's going to be in Troy anymore. I think it's going to be in Saratoga, which yes. is not as convenient as Troy. Yes. They're doing um, it at the Saratoga like, Raceway. Hmm. Yeah, I was like, hmm, maybe I should go to that one, and Ooh. Bob was like, "Well, we'll miss you." <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've got options. Right. Look at that. I so. do. I have so many <laughs> options. So, so many I don't think options. Broadway will quite be open by then, so you no. can't like double dip on that. But, no, um, I think it's September 14th. Yeah. I'm trying to decide. Yeah. What I should go see. So. Yeah. Well, we're thrilled to hear about In the Heights, though, because yeah. I, I was kind of not sure if I wanted to see it. Because sometimes, because I loved the Broadway show. I mean, I, I saw it a couple times. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's really hard to see. Like, because sometimes I'm like, don't open it up. Don't open it up. You got to right. keep it stage-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But this one, the, what they opened up was phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. Good to hear. It's very, I've seen it in reviews, very Busby Berkeley. Oh, good. good. Especially the big swimming pool scene and mm. the dancing in the streets. Mm-hmm. And okay. Awesome. I love Anthony Ramos. He, yeah. I hope he becomes a big, big star. He is so. Well, he kind of already is. I mean, in some, yeah. in, the, in our yeah. world, he is. Yeah. So it's funny. Well, I, I had remember a... watching A Star is Born and going, oh my God, mm. there's Anthony Ramos. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Yeah. And a friend of ours that I did couple tours with, he just posted a picture of him as Van Buren in Damn Yankees doing the number heart. Mm-hmm. You got to have oh, heart. And, funny. And Anthony's one of the ball players Aww. next to him. Oh, how So this funny is way is before he got big. You yeah. know, this was some regional yeah. theater production, I think, somewhere. So I think, you know, he says he's a nice guy. So that's always good to hear, too. I've never met mm-hmm. him personally. but So one of our questions we usually ask is, have you ever done a Friday Five? Now, I know for a fact that you've done oh, a Friday Five because your Friday Five at Thanksgiving was the very first Friday Five that we talked about on our podcast. Yes, did, it was our second episode. Our second episode, the yeah. Thanksgiving episode, Steve Osbolt, the Great and Flavorful, was our Meet the Littles <laughs> guest. And our final segment, we broke out the Friday Five and it happened to be yours. I'm such an idiot. I keep, I've completely forgot about this. That was what I was talking about when I said Roxy did her homework yeah. off air. We talked about that. So Roxy, so out of I nowhere. I was excited when Chuck told me that you were, we were going to be meeting you today because I'm That's like, oh my gosh, like she, I'm pretty sure she was our first and I was like, Friday Five. What are you talking? I'm like, how would you even remember? That was back in November. I don't how know would how you remember I remembered, that? but I did, and I was very excited. <laughs> so, Kate, you were the first. Now we do that a lot. We don't do it every week, mm-hmm. but we do it a lot. And you were our first premiere of our first Friday Five on the Loyal Littles podcast. Yeah. I am so honored. <laughs> <laughs> and we because re- you know I. There's a big burden to the Friday Five. Yep. Uh-huh. Everybody just keeps upping the ante yes. on us. <laughs> and it's just like, man, can I ever do another one? Right. I just don't know. Yeah. Well, I, we re-listened today, and it was all like Thanksgiving theme. It was on great. The Thanksgiving theme, it was and it great. was awesome. And I think it... If I were to ever do one by myself as Roxy, I I feel like I would need to do it on a holiday where I have something that I can already pull from. But yeah, I mean, we re-listened and they're such great questions. I was actually going to say, Roxy, should we out ourselves on... When we did our Friday Five, we never told. I this mean, is, I'm sh- we never. We're told assuming it. people know this, but right. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember when Santa and Mrs. Claus did the Friday Five? <laughs> oh, that was us. That was us. <laughs> that was us. Because we were like, That's we have to do something huge, uh-huh. right? I mean, uh-huh. Eric freaking mm-hmm. set the bar at this ridiculous. So exactly. So we're like, I, I said to Claire, I was like, has anyone done the Chris? Because it was Christmas Eve. 
I said, what do, you, what do you think if Santa and Mrs. She's like, oh, I think that'd be great. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, all right, we'll do it. And yeah. we, we even kind of, we tried our best. We're not jinglers. No. We should be, but we're not. I wish, I wish I could be a jingler. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I come up with like one line and yeah. it's like, uh-huh. okay, okay. I just need to build an entire song. Right. <laughs> like it's going to just come to you. Right. Like it's so easy. I have done two. I have, I have two up on the, the site. But they're not, they've never been played on the show or anything like that. I wonder if we should do like a collaboration with a few, because I don't think you're the only, you're not the only little that has, that feels that way about the jingles and you come up with a line and you're like, oh shoot, now I have to come up with the whole rest of the song. What if we did like a collaboration and each each person comes up with a line and we create this great jingle? Well, I'll, I'll tell you the two lines I have. Okay. Okay. One would be, you know, the Bob Dylan song, You Ain't Going Nowhere? Mm-hmm. The line, Genghis Khan and his brother Don. Yeah. Very easily changed to Mike Wilbon and his brother Don. Oh. Now build a song around it. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I did my part. <laughs> you do the rest. Like when they were talking about, he was talking about going to the Hall of Fame thing mm-hmm. with his brother Don. And I'm like, this could be it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But then I wandered off and did something else. Sure. And my other idea is to the tune of Baby Beluga, Uh Barry's for Luga. Right. Oh, fun. Now just build a song around that. I'm an idea person. I don't follow through. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. All right. All right, Let's let's, get on this. Figure it out. Let's get on this. You heard it here (laughs) first. All right. Well, so Kate, thank you so much for coming on. This has been fantastic. We love it when this happens. We do have a little bit more time left. So let's do some fun, dumb questions. Roxy? Okay. All right. So you've talked about wanting to travel again. Do you have a place that you, that's going to be your, that you know you're going to go to first? Well, I don't know if it'll be first, but I had um, a trip to Italy planned for last year oh, wow. and then it got again canceled for this year. Right. So that's definitely happening in June of 2022. Oh, good. And I haven't been to Italy in 10 years. So I'm really excited and, to go back. And where are you going? Where? Tuscany. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm going to like a retreat, artsy fartsy retreaty thing for mm-hmm. a week. Fun. And then my daughter is supposed to meet me there and we're going to hit up. I think she picked Venice and Milan. Okay. And then we're coming back to Florence for a while. Wow, oh, wow. that's going to be and incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping when I go to Milan, they give me free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're oh, going to be like, so oh, great. we thought you said Milan. <laughs> 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 so we don't have any free stuff for you. <laughs> this could be fun because you are a big movie person. You know, it's funny. I almost feel, feel like you should be coming back on as our Anne Hornaday and like give us your movie reviews because yeah. you do so well at that. But what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Going back to my childhood, there was a movie called Invaders from Mars, Mm -hmm. where people kind of went down in these sand pits, and they had something drilled into the back of their neck. Mm. And then they became like, I guess you would call them pod people. Mm -hmm. Right. But it wasn't like that other movie where people carried their pods around. Right, right. And as a kid, that was just the scariest movie ever. Wow. Because it's one of those things where you don't understand, like, how is this happening? And there's no way out. Mm. That's what's scary about scary movies is that when I can't figure a way out, that's really scary. For me, it's when it could actually be true. 
Yeah. You know, like there's a lot, there's a couple of them that you're like, okay, that could never happen. Right. But the Saw series. do you? Do you I've know? never seen those. Oh my gosh. Because it's something, it's a, it's a concept, I'll say, that could someone happen. Someone could take and, oh. Basically, someone <laughs> makes someone else do the killing for them, mm-hmm. is how I'll word it, without giving too many spoilers. Oh. And yeah, it's, and you're just like, whoa, that could really happen, actually. Mm-hmm. You could actually, that could really happen. So anyway, yeah. it's scary, it's scary. All right, next one. If you could win an Olympic medal, an Academy Award, or the Nobel Peace Prize, which would you choose? The Nobel Peace Prize. Okay. Now, is that because it comes with the million dollar prize, which we've recently discovered? <laughs> no, the, the money is just secondary. Okay. When I was a kid, I used to think that world peace could be achieved mm-hmm. if you could just bring these leaders together mm-hmm. and get them to agree on things mm-hmm. instead of invading countries and killing people. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that was all it took. I was so dumb. No, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like, why don't they just talk to each just other? Talk to each right. other. Hug, hug it out. Like I thought, if yeah, you hug someone, involve, it'll everything is better. Your whole country. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I'm gonna stick with the movie themes because it seems to be right up your alley. Who would play you in a movie of your life? That's really hard. <laughs> well, then might I suggest you just go with Glenn Close because you know she'll be nominated. Like at least it'll get some buzz. <laughs> That's true, right? but she won't win. Right, um, but at least it'll be in the top. You know, maybe Meryl. <laughs> oh, or Meryl Streep. That's another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know you well enough to actually say. But she's, it. you know, she's a Jersey girl. Yeah. I have to think about that. You I, know what? You know, like people flit in and out and yeah. then I'm like, Neat, no. Yeah. Maybe what we could do is we'll save that question and ask your daughter that question for you. Oh, that would be funny. We could say who she would play She sent me, she found a thing where she had answered questions for me. Uh-huh. She uh-huh. found it like on Facebook or something like, uh-huh. and she sent it to me and it just made me laugh. So that would be funny. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll make a we'll, note we'll of that. We'll make a note of it. All right. <laughs> Well, listen, Kate, this has been so much fun. Is there anything you want to plug or anything you're you're doing or anything like that? How can we find you? Are you on Twitter and all that stuff? I am on Twitter. I don't twit a lot, but I do enjoy it until I get deep into the political stuff and then right. I have to go away for my own sanity. Yep. Yeah. On Instagram, I can be found as K8Scraps. S-C-R-A-P-S. The thing is, pretty much if I post it on Instagram, it ends up on Facebook because there are people who don't live in both places. Yeah. And sometimes I'll put like an artsy fartsy photo I took on Instagram. Oh, great. Okay. So, or just something quirky or stupid or... Right. I like the irony. I like the idiocy. I'm all for it. If it makes me laugh. I'm there. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you again. And as an homage thank to the big you. show, we'll get you out of here on this. Roxy? Over or under? Over. <laughs> Always I over. The, I love the pause. I know. Was, the pause I'm was like keep very that in. suspenseful. It was very suspenseful. <laughs> All right. That's well, great. we heard it here first. So anyway, well, thank you again for taking the time. And we know it was, this was Littles. This was very short notice for her. We found her and I was like, can you come on later today? And she was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm there. So thank you again so much for taking the time to meet the Littles. Thank you for having me. Bye, guys. All <laughs> right. All you loyal Littles. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the W. Hey, that's me. WTFC Podcast Network.
Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Kate. That, Roxy. That was so much fun. Those are so much fun. I These stories and these, I don't know. And the coolest thing I thought was, I, I do think that is our first. Now, we've had father-daughter mm-hmm. littles and tinies and things like that. But we have a mother-daughter-little combination. So we're hoping we're going to reach out to her daughter and get her on the podcast. Because I think that could be some fun, too. And as we said earlier in the show, we started with the Friday Five. So we're going to end. We're kind of doing the show backwards. We thought it would be a little different, some fun. So we have a couple shout-outs and some emails and some other things to get through. So first shout-out, Scott Osman. I think I'm saying that right. 700th follower, Roxy. 700? 700. Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. Wow. Then we have a shout out to Lee Sanderlin. Now, most littles are going to be like, who the hell is that? Is he? He's not even a little, not that I know of. Maybe he's a little. I don't think he is. Littles, this story kind of blew up Twitter a couple nights ago, and I just thought it was hilarious, and I just wanted to bring it to everyone's attention. This is a gentleman who lost his fantasy football league. Mm -hmm. He came in last, dead last. So his punishment, as he says, (laughs) he had to go to a Waffle House and sit there for 24 hours. Now, he could... For every waffle he eats, it took an hour off the, the, 24, the 24 hours. Right. So I'm thinking, when I first thought of this, I was like, oh, that's a piece of cake. <laughs> piece of cake. I mean, I'll be there like, you know, 12, nine hours tops, right? I can, I can put down 12 or 14 waffles. Then the more I thought about it, I'm like, eh, maybe not. But littles, the hilariousness that ensued from these tweets and just this banter... So these are some of the things that were coming in, though. I mean, some people were criticizing for the time he started. I think he started late afternoon, and they were like, what were you thinking, man? Start, you know, 6.30 in the morning, and then you have all day. You can get 12 waffles down by 6 o'clock. You're done by dinner time. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Right. But one of my favorites was, because this happened on June 17th. June 17th, 1994, the world gathered around TVs and radios to follow the O.J. Simpson chase. June 17th, 2021, the world gathers around their devices to follow at Leo Sanderlin waffle chase. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that was tweeted by some guy named Matt Spencer. Hilarious. Then he goes, I hope this gets a 30 for 30. So I don't know. That's I, great. I just thought this was hilarious. And I, hey, I think that's a great idea for either the Berserker League or one of these other <laughs> loyal littles. I don't know. I think it could be funny. I don't know. I, I just, anyway. That's a lot of waffles. Yeah, that's a lot of waffles. So we also had some, you know, oh, I had one update. I just, because I'm, I'm not right very often, Roxy. So if you don't mind, I'm going to bring this to everyone's attention. Go for On it. On our last episode, I was trying to come up with that name of that dating show. And I was correct. It is called The Fifth Wheel. Mm. And so I have, I believe I had that. And it did air from 2001 to 2004. Oh, okay. And it was kind of, it is one of those cheesy dating shows, but yeah. it, with a twist, with right. a twist. And like I said, The Fifth Wheel was trying to break up the other couples and la 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 anyway so we have some emails right yeah we have one from Roop right we've got one from Roop he says Chuck I am a little hurt that you didn't realize that little Chuck I think he was referring to tiny Chuck yeah uh, was talking about Cal Penn aka handsome Roop when he was talking about (laughs) the actor from Clarice well hello yeah now I did a deep dive on this actually Roxy okay now I of course knew him I like I said he's that guy he's the he's Oh, that guy. You know, when you're watching a show and you're like, where's that guy from? You know, that kind of thing. I loved him in Designating Survivor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought he was great in that. I love that whole yeah. series. But I just, for the heck of it, I wanted to do a little thing. And it's funny when it first came up, you know, you think, oh, the IMBD for the actor is going to come up. But it actually says former associate director, White House Office of Public Liaison. I was like, what? wait, what, what, all right. So what character was that? I mean, I, like I said, he was in Designated Survivor. It's about the president mm-hmm. and, you know, the guy who takes over as president. Anyway, this is amazing. His name is Kalpine Suresh Modi or Modi. 
known professionally as Cal Penn, as Roop stated, or... Handsome Roop. Handsome Roop, is an American actor and former White House staff member in the Barack Obama administration. Wow. That's amazing. I had no idea. So this guy... Talk about doing your homework for a show. I mean, he knew all about it and stuff like that. I guess he should have been on like Madam Secretary and all that stuff too, or some of those other shows. That's amazing. I had no idea. That must have been really interesting. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, Roxy, how was your dinner the other night? Pretty great, right? So good. It was so good. It's one of our favorite restaurants ever. I still smell like garlic. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) No comment. I I know better. Emolino's such a good restaurant. There's a couple locations out. The one we we go to the original one on Third Street. It's where Roxy and I go to celebrate things. And we were celebrating because we didn't get to do that in Vegas. There's one. There used to be one at Caesars Palace and it closed. So we were very disappointed. So I I promised her. I said, once we get back and get settled in for a little bit Mm -hmm. and I get back to work uh, on my first night off, we'll, you know, have a nice dinner there. So we did that this last Thursday and it was. Oh, and the Parmesan that they bring to your table. (laughs) The whole experience. It's one of those places, Littles, where you sit down and before you even get the menu, they just shove food in your face. It's so great. Bruschetta, fried zucchini, Mm -hmm. breads, cheeses, meats. Bread that pops of butter in your mouth. It is so good. Well, anyway, Smitty Scoop. I love saying that. It's like (laughs) Christopher Gini. I just love saying these names. Mm -hmm. Smitty Scoop tweeted at us, have you ever been to Rao's? Rayos? I don't even know how you say it. R-A-O apostrophe S. Never even heard of it. Don't don't know what this is. So we're going to have to check this out. Now, it's a little, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say it's out of our district, but it is way up in the hundred. It's on the upper east side. We don't normally go to the east side, but maybe we'll. (laughs) Maybe someday we'll be moving on up. Who knows? Uh, We need this podcast to take off before that's going to happen. Yeah. So we normally don't go up, but we didn't know it was there. We'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Well, it'll give us reason to head up there. I mean, I, I, we did kind of Google it a little bit. It looks pretty amazing. It looks tiny. Mm -hmm. So he also says we have like some big Broadway connections that'll get us in. I don't know quite what that means. Yeah, uh, that doesn't really work for us here quite yet. So we'll see. And we, uh, I'm, we're all over the place today, but we also had an update from Eric Lonergan. And he says, huh, I guess I owe everyone an apology for spreading false information. How dare you, sir? How dare you? I'm sorry, what? No, the lines on red Solo cups are not measurement marks for common alcohol serving sizes, according to Dark Container Corporation. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the parent company of the Solo brand of iconic red party cups, Quote, the lines on our party cups are designated for functional performance and are not measurement lines. If the lines do coincide with certain measurements, it is purely coincidental. Wait, but what function do they... Well, it's like grips, I guess. but I don't don't know know. about this. Eric, I'm going to still go with what you originally said. I mean, it's great. It's great. It makes a lot more sense. I mean, we all bought it hook, line, and sinker from what I gather. At least we did. (laughs) So anyway, and I probably should have read this after the Cal Pen, but we heard from Dina in Damascus, and this is for you, Roxy. I could never, ever watch the movie again, and she is talking about Silence of the Lambs. Thank you. (laughs) I saw it with friends when I lived alone. I made one of my friends go through my whole apartment to look in the closet under the bed you name it, before I was willing to be left alone. My hubby watched it for the first time a few weeks ago. I refused to rewatch it. And a series about it? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Quote, unquote. <laughs> well, and Dina, just so you know, there's two other movies that were made. Oh, yeah. After, after I believe. Well, or they were one prequels. Before. Prequels. Yes they, yes, they were made after, but they are prequels. Right, right. right. And he made me watch one of them. We got about five Red minutes Dragon, into it. Yeah. yeah, Red Dragon. He, We got like five minutes into it, and I really wanted to say shut this thing off. But at that point, he had me hooked, 
and I blame Chuck and I couldn't sleep for months. I still have nightmares right. about certain scenes that I'm like, there's no way that the in okay, there's wait, no wait, way wait, that wait, that could have happened. Wait, let's but go it back. happened. Months? Ugh. I think you just watched this months ago and you've been sleeping. So no, that's not the case. Well, it was still traumatizing. Okay, but just wait for Hannibal. We still have to get through no. Hannibal. Yes, we have to no. watch. You have to complete it. We have to watch Hannibal. Help. I mean, it's <laughs> out of the three, it's my least favorite, but I still think you should just do it to get it over with and just say, I finished it. It'll I do have like, to say Anthony Hopkins is yes. incredible, oh, yeah, yeah. but I'm just like, no way. Yeah. No way. And last but not least, Littles, we have some great news. Apparently, we are going to be going. Well, first of all, I'm going to go way back. And Todd Takei, I still have that message from back in like November, December, when I first asked you to come on the podcast. <laughs> and you said, how about for your 500th episode? So, Littles, we have to get to 500 because we all want to hear from Todd Takei. Yes. So we have to get to 500. But now we also we, we have a halfway point because Don Hammock writes in, I'm a little from Biloxi, Mississippi. And I'm offering you the opportunity to book me for your 249th episode. <laughs> That's probably the highest I could ever hope to rank on an excitement or entertainment scale. Okay, listen, all you littles out there that are listening or find out about our podcast and think you're not interesting or funny or yeah, smart or whatever, that's, that's just... that is not true. We're smart and funny, not smart and dumb. <laughs> Come on. That is not true. And we we love talking to people. Obviously, that's partly why we started this podcast to begin with. So if you think you don't have a story, think again, because it just it, it'll flow out of you and you and you'll be so surprised. And, and here's the thing. it'll be so much fun. In all serious, we, we send out these forms to have you sign. And it's to it's I, I hate the word protect. It's not to protect us. It's so you know that we mean it. If there's anything that you say that you don't want on the pot, we won't put it on. Yeah. So if the whole thing, if it comes out bad and you don't, but come talk to us. Let's try it. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I really do because we've had so many people. I, we should get some of these people to come back on and say, I think I, the one that comes to mind right away is Chuck Elias. He was like, you know, I, I, I didn't really feel like I didn't think I had much to say, but mm -hmm. you know, here we go with a full 40 minutes worth of, actually we had to cut stuff out. We had too much stuff. So, uh, and that's usually what happens. Yeah. That always happens. Yeah. Honestly, it always happens. So anyway, Roxy, tell them how they can reach us and you better hurry up because they're fit. The slots are filling up. 249 is already booked and so is 500. <laughs> so you better come in quick to book it up. Roxy, how can they get in touch with us? You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget to head on over to iTunes. Give us a rate and review. We really appreciate that. Real quick, we also want to thank Kate. Kate Milan for coming on as our Meet the Littles guest. So much fun. And the great Sean Morrissey for our bumpers this week. And Simon and Emily Yates, our new friend. Yeah. Uh, and that's Emily Sings 2, at Emily Sings 2. Don't forget to go give her a follow over on Instagram. Yep. Also, and most importantly, a very, very, very happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. Happy Father's Day. And real quick, programming note, next week, we're not sure what's going on because the big show announced that they think they're going to do a Monday and Tuesday, and they're not sure what else. He said he's taking some time off, so we'll probably have to shuffle things around next week. But we'll we'll keep you posted on Twitter and all that stuff, so don't you worry. So we don't know when we'll meet a little next week, but we will. But in the meantime, if you're out shopping online tonight... Use the code! Use the code, people! Oh my god. Every time I look, there's more of them. I wish I could break the cloud
never thought it would go that far Never thought, but here we are I take it all back if I could find a way I wish I hadn't hurt you yesterday Apologies are all I have to say Never want to cause you pain Never want, but all the same I'd take it all back if I could find a way To unsay Unsay podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.